Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Dave, would you like to hear the, the birds in, in the background? I mean, I can hear the birds in the background. Yes. Coming to you live from an aviary. That's where I've moved to now. Yeah, it's not a traditional broadcasting set, but is it? It is now, mate. It is now. Should I should I close the windows? Do you think? I mean, I, I, look, I don't want to. I don't want to sort of. How professional is this? Broad, how professional is this show? That's the question that I'm actually asking. I would not like to compare professionalisms, but before we started recording, I closed my window. Okay. But there is a man on a motorised lawnmower in the square outside, so uh, that that was that felt more of a problem. Well, you know? I'm going to close the window in case a, a, one of these birds gets a lawnmower out. You know, they, these birds could start strimming at any moment. Hang on. Exactly. It's always a risk. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Has got an alarm going off there, Dave? Is that wake up and record yep. the podcast? Is that what that's <laughs> yeah, for? That's Seven minutes genuine. after the moment when we're supposed to do the podcast. <laughs> genuinely is. Oh, I was up very late last night. Time. I know you were, Dave. Yeah. I check your Instagram, don't I? When I wake up first thing in the morning, when I get up with my kids at six, I see right. Well, let's see what my compadre's been up to. Unbelievable scenes. I'd say it was. I was so. I was so determined to get an early night last night. I went. I went to my bedroom mm. at ten thirty p.m. Like like a like a price, you know, like. Uh, a, is like that what a, it's going to become? I priced it. <laughs> yeah, okay. absolutely priced it. I went yeah. to bed at the sort of prime time television time. Still, really. Can I tell you something? Um, I get but, when I go to bed, anything anything before ten, I get genuine butterflies in my stomach because I'm so excited about going to bed. That's how much. Really? Work. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this is yeah, you're singing my tune. Yeah, right? it is. It is great, isn't it? When you have that opportunity. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Um, then I forgot that. Uh, so I watched a couple of. Uh, attempts at broadcasting yesterday is what I would describe them as. Um, to get some ideas for this, yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, I mean, we're doing okay. Um, <laughs> the first one was um, uh, Ellis James and John Robbins, two excellent uh, comedians uh, that we know they do a podcast. Oh, didn't they go? I saw Izzy Sooty, who is the uh, wife of Ellis James, tweeting. Has it, can anyone hear my husband? Yeah. So basically, them it was the two of them doing basically a, an evening with on Zoom, either Graham was hosting it and 37 minutes of it was either just Ivo talk like Ivo's mouth moving and no sound coming oh, out. God. Or the most horrendous noise, like that sort of feedback loop noise that just gets louder and louder and louder and louder. And it was yeah, it was it was fraught with technical difficulties. Right. Um but then 37 minutes later it started and was fairly plain sailing. Yeah. Which I thought at the time was going to be the sort of most technically buggered thing I watched all night. Right. Ah, oh, I oh. wasn't even ready for this, mate. You were in for a treat. Go on. Go on. Absolute treat. So Stephen Sondheim is his 90th birthday this year. Is he alive still, Stephen Sondheim? Yeah, still knocking him out. Mm-hmm. Can we give us some... Like, I went to see... Oh, what was the one I saw, Dave, that was in um, Company? Is that Stephen Sondheim? Yes, it is, yes. I went to see that, Dave, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. 
Did you? That's mm. good. I have. I mean, this is this is for a different podcast, really. But I have uh, diff- mixed views on Stephen Sondheim as a musical. Film. Okay, um, right. But I am fully aware of his sort of importance, and people love him, and you know yeah. the things he has done for musical theatre. Anyway, so the vibe is it was you know it was a big old live aid type thing you know really just like get all the stars from musicals everyone sings a song the mm. plan was they were going to do it live pre-lockdown um but it was obviously on zoom very tricky um, songs as well aren't they sometimes songs ah oh, incredibly tricky sometimes some would say overly complicated for the sake of it uh, but that is alluding to my previous points mm-hmm. um but yeah so, so they were doing this thing and they'd done very well they'd got all the lads in we've obviously just pre-recorded them you know yeah 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 they're just playing out the pre-recorded stuff good stuff happy days yeah what they thought, and I don't know why, they decided to add a a, a host, a live host in, oh. broadcasting live to, to link between the two things, which just seems like a completely unnecessary complication. Anyway, let me just quickly talk you through the sequence of events, which I describe as the greatest six and a half minutes of anything I've ever watched. It was <laughs> wonderful. So it was due to go live at 2am here, at 1am, sorry, here, 8pm right. uh, East, East Coast time. We're still waiting at 10 past 8 we're still waiting at 20 past 8 oh, yeah. we're still waiting at half past 8 Lim and Miranda's keeping the troops up on Twitter going oh it's just like Broadway it never goes up on time it's very musicals it's all everyone's having a lovely time yeah. but also the fans are losing their shit a bit yeah. you know it's that kind of thing yeah. started 36 minutes late Oof. and I was like well <laughs> they've had a bloody nightmare there haven't they yeah, yeah. That's, that's as bad as things are going to get surely <laughs> Had not even begun. It was like someone had written an implausible sitcom about how this would go. So they started with what had obviously been created, like this beautiful animated uh, credit sequence with all the people that were going to be involved and some lovely animated, like old Broadway style theatre, you know, like like beautiful television, basically, but streamed on the internet. Uh, Except in the corner of the screen was just a grey rectangle, like a Zoom call, of the host... Um, sitting there, clearly far too early. Clearly, the square is not supposed to be there. It's still the credits. Not only can you see the host, you no. can hear the host oh, no. having a chat with the director. Oh, so the directors, oh, they're just talking about the lag. They're talking about the lag. Oh. Oh, 20, Twenty-five seconds. Don't forget the lag, guys. Don't forget. And this is beautiful music's playing over this very emotional opening. And then, honestly, then you just hear the whole thing play out. The host goes, "You what? You can see me? Can you see? Me? You can see me on the? Sc- should I?" I shouldn't be here, right? And oh then he God. thinks he fixes it by standing up and moving away. Fine, he's now out of shot, but we can still hear him and there's still just a blank grey square in the bottom <laughs> left-hand side of the corner. At this point, Stephen Schwartz, like the renowned composer of Wicked and many other things, yeah. is playing a beautiful pre-recorded piano version of the opening from Follies. Again, you know, it's all very, like, this has obviously been very nicely put together yeah. and very well. But there's still a grey square in the corner. There's still a conversation going on between the director and the host just in the background. That's fine. Oh. So we get to the end of the overture. It's lovely. We're still talking about the lag. Mm. That ends. Anyway, the host comes back in. He's supposed to be here now. He's in front of his grey screen. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Except obviously what they've done in their panic at the start oh, no, is they mute his mic microphone. Off. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Someone's muted it, but we're just smashing it with a hammer. Yeah, so then follows, I'd say, 30 to 40 <laughs> seconds of just a man talking with no sound, just lip syncing. <laughs> you obviously see the beautiful moment where someone says in his ear, you're not on. You know, he looks down at his phone, checks Twitter. Absolutely. Twitter's <laughs> Absolutely. exploding with people in block caps, presumably going, we can't hear you, Twitter shouting. We can't hear, yeah, exactly. There's no sound, there's no sound. Oh. So he does what anyone would do, and by anyone I mean literally nobody, and for some reason stands up. So now we've just got sort of a a vague crotch shot. He moves out of shot again. In this moment of moving out of shot, he knocks the camera over. (laughs) 
it knocks backwards. So now all we've got, and he clearly grabs it. You know that thing when you knock a camera and you grab it, but you can't quite stabilise it and you don't know what to do. Yeah. So the next 30 seconds, Tom, is just a slightly wobbly shot of a laptop. <laughs> His phone open on iMessage on the table. I was like craning on to see like, oh, whose no. phone number am I going to get out of this? You know, is oh, he having God. a little text with Lin-Manuel or whatever? Yeah. Uh, and a laptop. And then clearly like, you can't see any of this, but I can just imagine a thousand people all reaching for the big red button at the same time. Oh. And boom, it ends. It's gone. And that's, the end of the, and that's it. <laughs> that's the end of the whole stream. Has this person been heard of since? Heard from since, I should say. Well, yes. So, obviously, technologically speaking, it was a massive error for them to end the stream. Because what they then need to do is set up a completely new live stream. Because Ooh. YouTube's, at that point, just gone, oh, that's the end of the show. Cool. We'll archive that for you, lads. You can't just go back on. So then there's another 45 minutes of waiting while they set up a new stream. And obviously they do what they should have done in the first place. They just play the bloody things in sequence and don't have the live host with that, in the uh, with that, a host. Also, you could just do it with a host. You can replace it with someone on Twitter going, tweet along with X, who's going to be tweeting about it. Or, you know, like um, you know, like Tim Tim Burgess from the Charlatans is doing the tweet along with the with albums. Oh, God, that's a Or disaster. just pre-record the host links if you really oh, want hello. Hello. That's fine. Oh, Dave, like, you're such a producer. That's wonderful thinking. <laughs> wonderful thinking. <laughs> Wow, that sounds like a disaster. It was a glorious mess, a glorious mess. Um, but anyway, like my my sort of summing up that I I did on Twitter at three thirty a.m., uh, which sort of alludes back to my previous things about Sondheim is it was a, basically a completely unnecessarily complex, almost impossible to understand, and there was there was no familiar structure whatsoever. So yeah. very Sondheim in many ways. Yeah, that is perfect, isn't it? It's almost like it c- couldn't have been written better. Idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. God, you know what you should do now, Dave? You should put the whole thing to music, mate. Yeah, that's it. There you Sometime go. The musical, the musical. It's so meta. I love it. You know, I had a similar thing happen to me once. I mean, by similar, I mean absolutely no similarity whatsoever. So, what, what, when someone was doing a Tom Price's 90th birthday tribute concert, that's yeah? it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was quite yeah. similar. Yeah. Uh, no, it's when I was presenting, and uh, we had Ralph Little and Sheridan Smith on. We were doing a live show from Manchester, going out on BBC Three, and they were on the sofa, uh, in position, ready to go live. I was getting my makeup done, and last few seconds before we went live, and the makeup girl said, "Do you uh, do you know who these guys are?" I said, "Yeah, I know they are. They're in that uh, 16 pints of lager." a packet of um, pork scratchings please sitcom and I was uh, you know not the biggest fan of that sitcom it's fair to say and yeah. I may have openly slagged it off to the makeup lady saying oh, I just think it's complete shit it's just obvious jokes and it's just so boring I watched about 10 minutes of one episode once it's not for me went and sat on the sofa we go live we start chatting and I said listen Ralph and Sheridan huge fan of two pints of lager <laughs> and Ralph Little being Ralph Little and I've, I've subsequently got to know him quite well it's, it's okay we've managed to cover this up mostly uh, rightly so as well because it turns out my microphone was very much on when I was in the makeup room and he yep. heard every single word of what I said uh, and he said you don't like it at all Tom do you you don't like it at all you said it was obvious and boring and you'd only watch 10 minutes I, uh, uh, no I never said that <laughs> that's what you did say we heard you live on TV oh no that is a nightmare it was a nightmare and what did you do did you, did you bumble your way through it or did you I'm uh, you know when it comes to um, you know really quick responses I have one of the quickest brains out there really good especially when I'm under attack so uh, I just went, uh, 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 here's Little Britain. I, I, 
I, th- I just did my big laugh. Listen, what I've done, I've 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 just developed a very loud laugh, which I go to when I can't really think of anything to say. So yeah. Gervais does it as well. Um, he stole it off me. So did Jimmy Carr. Um, so I just did a, I just did a lot of laughing. And Sheridan Smith was not impressed. Genuinely, she was actually pissed off. And then I found myself in a sitcom with her a couple of years later. So that was cool. <laughs> oh, that's gone very well. So was Ralph more sort of like jovially jesting, or was he well, having Ralph's, a go at you? He was no, no. He was rightly having a go at me because I was being an asshole. He was right to. I was being yeah. a dickhead. I shouldn't have said that. And. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's possibly true, but I think a lot of people feel like that about Two Points. And actually, um, it went on for much longer after that, and it got better and better and better. Anyway, um, I regret you it. You still hate it, don't you? You still hate it. You say in the makeup I... room before this podcast, you still hate it. You still only watch 10 minutes of it. Before this podcast, I'm actually sitting there going, I fucking hate the bell. Don't know why we're doing this. <laughs> um, lockdown lows, please. I'm enjoying these. Can you keep them coming? Give us a tweet. If you've got a good lockdown low, moments where you find yourself scrabbling around in the dirt... Um, then give us a tweet. You know the number. It goes a bit like this. Cabin I just I had one yesterday and I wanted to share it with the class. Um, we had a barbecue last night, which was lovely. And mm. before we started, my uh, youngest son decided to help me uh, clean out the barbecue. And the main job was to empty out the ashtray underneath, which was very, very full. And I right. couldn't properly get the ash out. There was no way. You had to basically, you have to scoop it out. And we couldn't find a trowel that was the right size to scoop out the ash. And we realised his hands were perfect size to do it. And he said, I'll do it. And I was like, no, don't touch the ash. And then I was like... Fuck it, touch the ash. So he spent the best part of, I'd say, 15 to 20 minutes playing with ash as if it was a toy, as if it was sand, as if he was on a beach. But he wasn't. He was in a gravelly, depressing back garden in London. It was a proper lockdown low. That's really bleak, isn't it? Although somebody did tweet us saying that they spent £100 on on materials to make concrete jewellery, which makes my... spending on plants yesterday look absolutely plausibly sensible uh, <laughs> when did the plants arrive but they're not they're not arriving until later in the week are they they're not arriving until next week tom you don't shift that many plants in uh, in such a quick space of time do you yeah yeah um also we were talking about howards as well yesterday howards you can take seriously yes uh paul's been on good morning paul um i have a howard who can be taken seriously howard goodall wrote all the best theme tunes on tv oh, yeah he did you're right you're absolutely right oh you're my Adders. god he wrote black you're the crew of dibblies he wrote red dwarf yeah that's oh, a banger that, isn't it? The, the the red dwarf um theme tune is really good because that's how i know um when the year is starting to change right when we start singing the red dwarf theme tune stay with me because when the kids say are we wearing a coat or not when we go out i say yeah we are now we've got to start wearing our coats again because it's cold outside, it's cold outside and then yeah. we start singing outside. and then that song sort of in the ether in because it's an amazing earworm and that song's back and i'm like oh it must be september october because i'm singing red dwarf again um it can't be i can't hear the sentence it's cold outside without the, the phrase it's cold outside without then adding there's no kind of atmosphere not like um, it's impossible so uh we've had a tweet as well from tom he says uh, for some reason the first howard that came to my mind was howard from ever decreasing circles probably last saw him about 20 years ago again uh, uh, you can't take uh, you cannot take a howard seriously you cannot no, take true, a howard it? seriously um and then katie has tweeted us surely trevor howard is a howard that can be taken seriously and now forgive me when you hear the noise of me Googling Trevor Howard? <laughs> Sonic, mate. What, you mean that Trevor Howard, the English actor, oh. who lived from 1913 to 1988? Yeah, he achieved star status, didn't he, off the top of my head, with his role in the film Brief Encounter, followed by The Third Man. Wasn't that right? 1949, The Third Man. Oh, it? when did he die, Dave? When was it? I've forgotten. 7th of Jan- January. January 1988, yeah. yeah. How, how tall was he? Was he 1.8? <laughs> off the top of my head. 
genuinely where are you getting this from i'm on the wikipedia yeah i'm on the wikipedia as well well it's got its height on it yeah 1.82 meters mate on your little wikipedia sidebar on google Oh, I'm on my phone, aren't I? Oh, uh, yeah, absolute dildo. Like a millennial. Absolute dildo. Well, I'm on the old-fashioned dial-up, and I can tell you Trevor Howard was 1.82 metres. That's why older <laughs> people are wiser. <laughs> if you're a fan of all things geeky, you're going to love Concessions, a brand-new podcast by comedian Matt Hunton and myself, Beck Hill where we interview your favourite cult heroes at Comic-Cons all across the world. We've got stars from Star Wars, Harry Potter, The Walking Dead and more. Make sure you tune in soon to Con Sessions. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. So it's the day after Helen Monk's day. It's it's Helen Monk's day, Boxing Day, uh, aka it's the Billmus. Does that make sense? Are you being silent because it doesn't. No, make it makes no sense. sense at all. No, yeah, yeah. Connor and I just exchanged a glance. Oh no! Uh, don't we'll... start looking at each other when we talk. <laughs> that's really pass ag. That's not fair. It's not fair. You're no, not allowed is... to look at each other while I'm talking. Okay, deal. I'll stare straight ahead. Con will also stare straight ahead like we're driving in a car. Yeah, that's what I... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's better. That's better. Um, hello, uh, Cornelius. Hello. Hi, Tom. How are you? Oh, well, I'm okay, thanks very much indeed. Very well. Uh, can you give us an update on what went on last night? Because once again, we have only half a Dave Crib this morning because he didn't go to bed until about 4am. Did you have fun? Yeah, it was all right. Um, <laughs> great, cool. All right. Uh, I'm not going to um, uh, uh, do disservice to any of our... Uh, former colleagues but we had quite a disappointing <laughs> already talked about it don't worry. <laughs> uh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we had a chinese which was nice uh but too late so basically i can't eat very well after takeaway anyway because i get really dehydrated mm. i can't can't sleep very well i mean oh, yeah. uh, so i had a really bad night's sleep <laughs> oh no so are you are you a particularly low energy this morning then yeah also oh. i watched the bill last night when i got into bed okay when i was quite Bedazzled. You were not a sober man. That's what I'd say. No. Oh, so you so, watched you watched the you you watched the bill whilst pissed. I wonder. I wonder how that. And it, will... it was really hard to follow. <laughs> right. Do you think that's because it was a particularly difficult episode, or because you were shit faced and messed up on MSG? I don't know. Yeah, I think it's a bit of that, really. Because also, I've worked out that the scenes in the bill are maximum thirty seconds long. Which, is that why there's so much going on? Yeah, there? I think so. Like, there's no. It's so chop and change. <laughs> Um, just quick breaking news before we do the bill, Tom. I just, my phone's just open on Twitter, and uh, Howard Goodall's just tweeted us. What? I mean, we're really reaching into the world of Howard's, aren't we? Um, he just says, how kind. 
thank you, Paul, which Paul is the, the listener that tweeted us saying Howard Goodall's a Howard to take seriously. But there you go. Oh, Howard Goodall's been in touch. Who's Howard Goodall? He's the man that wrote all the best theme tunes in the world. Oh, fair play to him. Blackadder, Red Dwarf, Mr. Bean, the Vicar of Dibley. I mean, he's he um, is Cabin Fever's favourite Howard. Shall we try and get our favourite Howard on the show? Is name that- a Howard, Con, go. Um, from Big Howard, Little Howard. Can't take him seriously. Oh, yeah. Sure. Howard Reed. Yeah, can't take him seriously. He's a comedian. Like, by definition. Name it Howard, I can take Do you seriously. you want to hear my impression of Little Howard? Oh, yeah, go on. <laughs> well, hello, Big Howard. <laughs> What, it's just another in my What we haven't realised, and we haven't talked about this before, it, Cornelius is an incredible impersonator. Can you give us some Michael McIntyre, please, Cornelius? Uh, Mi- Michael McIntyre, tell us about the Chinese meal you had last night. Okay, so why is it when you order a Chinese, okay? Why can't they just serve chicken? Why does it have to either be battered or boiled or skewered? What, the, what are they doing to these chickens? <laughs> It's just, I, is that right? I, it's an, uh, it annoys me when Cornelius is good at stuff. Oh, God, I start to sweat. I've actually started to sweat. That was so good. I think that's the best bit of the podcast so far. The whole series. Uh, actually, on, on the subject of Cornelius's impressions, he came in last weekend to the living room and announced to Sarah and I uh, that he had a new impression. Uh, so let's. Uh, well, we played out in real time, so it'd be interesting to see, Tom, what your initial reaction is. Uh, Cornelius, your new impression, please, which he uh, discovered he could do in the shower. Yeah, I might need a practice go. Yeah. No, I want to hear the practice go. I want to hear the practice go. Okay. Well, it's, abso- it's a pleasure to be here. I well, um, uh, I can't really no, remember. No, hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, hang on. I'm, I'm the nearly... thing is, I struggle with this person because I don't really know what to say. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, um, can you give me another subject that isn't last night's Chinese? Um, that always helps me. The bill. Yeah, how you, f- how you feel about the bill reunion that is happening. There's a bill. I don't know about this. <laughs> We're going to talk about it on the podcast. So actually, no. Actually, here we go. Get your your person right, uh, who mm-hmm. you're about to do the impression of. Why do they think that uh, Howard Goodall writes such great theme tunes to the songs of the TV shows such as Red Dwarf and Blackadder? Here's the thing with the Vicar of Dibley. <laughs> I I watched it, and I liked it. <laughs> oh, it's actually better now that I know who it is. Is it just in the what's the name off of New Zealand? Jacinda Ardern. No, it's not. Actually, oh, no, no. Okay, okay, keep going, keep going, keep going. Put your mic face a bit close to the microphone because you went a bit, bit off mic there. Blackadder? It's brilliant. <laughs> I, I, can, I can't believe it. I was watching Blackadder with my dogs all night. <laughs> oh. Um, I obviously guessed Dame Edna Reveridge and Cornelius yeah, lost to shit. Yeah, I was no. going to go in with Dame Edna Reveridge as well. No. Oh, it's what's her name? It's, it's what's her name who does the brilliant stand up shows? Yeah. Correct. Hannah, Hannah Gatsby. Gatsby. Hannah yeah. Gatsby! Yeah. <laughs> that just came to me in the shower. It's just like, you know, Noel Gallagher talks about like Wonderwall just appearing as a song into his mind. Mm. For me, that's just impressions of stand-up comedians. <laughs> <laughs> Niche impressions of uh, Perrier Award-winning comedians. Wow. So there you go. you got Hannah Gatsby there talking about Howard Goodall's theme tune on Blackadder. If that's not niche content, yeah. I don't know what is. Cornelius, could you give us your impressions of oh. the bill? Okay, thanks everyone. Thank oh, okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> but before we start, Dave, we do need to do our... We've got to play the Bill Bingo, as ever. Bill uh, Bingo. So words which we think are going to crop up during uh, Cornelius's description of the yeah. Bill. So I'm just going to take a moment to write mine down. Um, how are you getting on, Dave? How many have you got? 
I've got two, yeah, and I'm one of them is the one the that definitely won't come up again because I keep putting it every week and it never comes back up. Mm. But if there is a none, is it? Oh, come on, it's a none, isn't it? <laughs> absolutely. Do you know what, thrilled. Dave? What I'm going to do, I'm going to allow you a fourth, and that can be none. Okay, great. And, and, that, and if you get, if none comes up, N-U-N, not N-O-N-E. Okay, I've got mine. Okay, I've got them. I've got, my, I've got all three. Cornelius, over to you. Okay, uh, we begin. So this is season 19, episode 10. Shooting right outside the bank where Phil Hunter is. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a, It's a drive-by from a motorcycle, and I've just written, love it. Remember, I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please read all your drunken analyses yeah, yeah. out as well as, the, as what happened. Two people shot, one male and one young female. Suspect heading east on Fenton Road. I don't know why I wrote that. Fenton! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's why. Uh, the HIV cop turns up. Oh, remember, I had doesn't. HIV. I had HIV and I crossed it out. Damn uh, it. She doesn't have HIV, remember? Yes. Hunter said she shouldn't be there. She's not helpful as she's positive with HIV. Uh, okay. <laughs> also back is the John Burko Nick Hancock lookalike. Oh, great news. He's there to investigate the shooting in his loud shirt. <laughs> <laughs> bit of flirting between the DCI who I just couldn't remember the name of last night just Jack Meadows I remember now okay. and, and I've written and his crumpet oh, <laughs> oh god nearly yes. but she is younger than him Doesn't and matter. remember this is 2003 oh you're, oh, you're, you're, you're claiming that you're, you're claiming <laughs> residence in 2003 for yeah, the purposes yeah. of sexism so I forgot to I think I forgot to say this in the last episode that he tried to kiss her and she rejected him. Jack Meadows did. Yeah, yeah. I mm, can't remember. It's very hard to remember or care. Um, so <laughs> I, uh, uh, she suggests that, that that was maybe just out of shock, and she might be reciprocating their feeling, his feelings for her. So she might be into it. Okay. Luke is back. Remember Luke from episode one? No. Of no. This is that, series. Is that the nun? <laughs> no. no. Oh, shit. Did you say episode uh, none of this series? I <laughs> <laughs> did not. Luke is back. So Luke is the man who got married, but on the morning of the marriage. Married, had a, a marriage, had a gay affair with his sergeant. Yes. Um, so they're back. Uh, they question the man who was about who was shot about his clients because he is an accountant. Mm. Turns out he's just been sacked by none other than the oh. Rush brothers. Okay. Who are the Rush brothers? I was going to say none other. There, Dave. You could have had none. But none we'll other. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well. They're just, I don't know, we just find out. Well, oh, you, you. <laughs> right, they're just referenced and we don't know yet, yeah? Yeah. Um, so, Ian Rush yes. and his brother. Uh, so the coked <laughs> up... So you'll remember from episode one as well. This really should have been episode two in this series, not episode ten. Right, right, okay. Uh, so you'll remember from episode one that one of the uh, coppers was doing coke. Oh, line! Copper. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Uh, at the wedding uh, red wedding reception in Sunhill Police Station um, he turns up to a funeral and confronts the convicted killer who took the, the hostage in episode one as well oh my god this is so like are you really expected to, to remember what happened I know, nine and it wasn't, episodes it wasn't ago. even mentioned in the previously on the bill <laughs> it was so frustrating that is some wild careless production isn't it so he goes to this funeral and confronts the murderer who's been let out of prison to go to the funeral of the lady or man that she's murdered oh no and he goes you're a murderer you're a murderer and even though that's anyway they're shouting uh Phil Hunter goes to see Phil Rush, one of the Rush brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a fire at their office recently. Mm. Oh, yeah. They're just called 
two male characters in the same plot line, Phil. Yeah, it looks like it. <laughs> or, or that could be down to me. <laughs> There's an equal chance it's yeah. poor writing or drunk memory. Burko goes to visit the other Rush brother. Phil. His car's <laughs> no, his car's been done in. That's bad luck, isn't it? That's one of the lines I wrote down. Right. <laughs> You're really sympathising with the Rush brothers. Um, so this uh, the second Rush brother is running a pub, and he has some pork scratchings. Uh, this is um, Burko has some pork scratchings while he interviews them, and these pork scratchings I've never seen this aren't served in miniature bags. They're served like out of one of the bags you get in cereal boxes. Oh. What? Isn't that weird? What, what for like one person big... to just sit with like a, gr- no, like a grab no, bag? No, they pour pour them out onto a little plate. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. I you know, I I'm familiar with that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. That anyway, happens. that is I can confirm that's real life. Yep. Yeah. Great. Wonderful. We confirmed that the brothers have been falling out recently, which also happens in real life. Um <laughs> Is that what you wrote? No. I was just, <laughs> Great life lessons here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh the HIV cop is prof- is pretending her medication is putting her off food in the canteen but then the desk sergeant asks her about her cd4 count or something (laughs) and she doesn't know what that is because she hasn't really got Uh, hiv is she no Mm. okay a man uh they said i think cornelius has stumbled upon okay do you want to read the uh sentence drunken note that he's it says a man they say accuses steve of doing the shooting <laughs> wow. Say, say that once more. I think I know what it is. It's a man they say accuses Steve of doing the shooting. It right. should be a man they see accuses Steve. Okay. So they go and visit just some witness or okay. something like that. You were addled on sweet and sour when you were watching this, weren't yeah. you? Yeah. Um it is I think you've I think you've missed the crucial point that before the Chinese was ordered, Cornelius was also <laughs> addled on alcohol fine okay all right uh he said it's to do with the brothers falling out manny now manny is the victim of the shooting uh is not as straight as we are led to believe according to some other witness uh, uh, a young lady uh manny tried it on with the witness and lee uh was not happy turns out she bangs manny she admits uh when drunk because he spoke to her for hours and no one else does Manny is wearing a blanket around him and looks like Gandhi (laughs) (laughs) he looks really like Gandhi I should have taken a photo because he looked so like Gandhi it was so funny a photo for the audio only podcast yeah 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 yeah. yeah. cool Uh, We can all just imagine that photo Mm -hmm. now, can't we? (laughs) I know what Gandhi looks like, so I'm there. Glasses, a little moustache, but it's it's the way he's wearing the blanket. Um, Manny says he he sets Steve up to cover... So Steve is one of the Rush brothers. (laughs) Phil's brother, mate. He's Phil's brother. (laughs) We've got about seven Rush brothers There's definitely only two. So basically, Manny... Has been banging Stella. Stella is the husband, uh, is the wife of one of the Rush brothers. Yeah. Manny says he set up the other brother to cover him banging Stella. The desk sergeant calls the fake HIV cop out, which is one of the bravest things I've ever seen in a drama. She goes, "You don't really have HIV, do you?" <gasps> Imagine saying that to someone in real yeah. life wow. after one question as well. What's your CD4 count? She's like, oh. "Imagine if they just didn't want to talk about it." She's like, "Well, you clearly don't have it." <laughs> I'm gonna. Oh, that's awful. Okay. I know uh, a local complaint about a man walking 
Oh, this is a new crime. Uh, there's a local complaint about a man walking around his flat naked, uh, but you can see it. It's an old lady going, we can see his penis. Okay. Um, the bride from episode one uh, oh goes God. to there's the flat. There's a lot of episode one callbacks here. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I know. Do you think they just lost the tape of episode two and then Maybe. found it a few weeks later? <laughs> yeah. uh, so the man answers uh, the flat, but he's in his boxes at this time. Um, he lets her in. They chat. Uh, his defence was that he's only moved in two days ago, so hasn't been able to install curtains yet. Or, or clothes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't unpacked his trousers yet. Uh, um, so he says, can you please not write it up? And she's like, oh, I pretty much have to. Just write it up, just make a note of this. He's like, oh, it's really embarrassing because I'm starting at, a poli- at Sun Hill tomorrow as a police officer. Oh, that is boom, great. Boom, 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 boom. Cue a bit of sexual tension between the two. Wow. Uh, he plays lots of Coldplay in his flat. We hear two Coldplay songs while we're in there. Uh, oh. She reveals she's pregnant to this new copper uh, from the honeymoon, basically. What? She just well, says she's in the guy. flat yeah. with a man yeah, in his she, pants? Yeah, yeah. She's like, oh. And she hasn't even told Luke yet. Oh, <laughs> wow. God. Okay. I know. Right. Turns out Manny only shagged the girl once the wife of the Rush brother. That only happened once. It wasn't a long-standing affair. Right. Luke, the gay affair copper, tells Manny that he has to tell his wife and he has no choice. He has to be honest, which is rich. Mm-hmm. Um, the HIV cop backs down, tells one person in the, <laughs> in the station that, oh, no, they just got the results mixed up with another person. What? Oh. <laughs> um. And then she asked Brendan out for a drink. He says yes. So it turns out really it looks like it was the HIV putting him off. Except for that one first time oh. where he only really did it to prove a point. Right. Um, so yeah, uh, arrests are made in a cafe. Arrest. Oh, oh nice Good one. Well done. Uh, arrests are made in a cafe over the shooting, um, uh, which the line I've written down is, oh, you can take the boy out of Hainault. Oh, okay. <laughs> hear a lot of references to Hainault these days. No, it's I got really I got really excited because I was like, oh, we're near fictional yeah. Sun Hill. Yeah, Hainault via Newbury Park. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, that's, the, that's the central line we that's, often get on. That's the full title of Hainault. That's yeah. what it's called. Um, the man says that he's never held a gun in his life. That's the man who's being nicked. And the copper just goes, oh, I've never heard a gun in my life. <laughs> he just mimics him. It's really unprofessional. Great scripting. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Manny confesses to his wife. She attacks him a bit. Uh, the young lady, uh, Jack Meadows's uh, lady, um, says, <laughs> "I still got crumpet written down." <laughs> says she <laughs> says she won't go for a drink tonight and is yet to make up her mind. She also asks for a favour, which we never find out what that is. <laughs> <laughs> That's clearly went. Can you just put that so we can put that in next week? Yeah, yeah. Something comes on. La- the favour will be yeah. something awful. Yeah, like a mass shooting or something. Okay, yeah. Well, Good. she's already borrowed quite a lot of money off him. Um, oh. Mickey says that the CPS have dropped the case against the judge. This is the first time it's mentioned all episodes. <laughs> now, this was the storyline from the episode previous. Yeah. And I think they just dropped the case because they, they were like, ah, I didn't really go anywhere. <laughs> Another bloke has been sleeping with the wife of the Rush brother. This is still the same episode, yeah? Yeah. Another bloke has been sleeping with this girl and Hunter finds them. He works it out. So she says she only slept with Manny once. So when Lee Rush uh, knew that she was happier... She, he wouldn't go after this new lad so he'd just be saying oh it was Manny oh my days 
Okay. Poor old Manny, eh? Bad and man. she also says it must have been Lee Rush who did the um, uh, shooting. So there's Lee Rush, Steve Rush, Phil, and Phil Rush Phil so Rush. far. Ian. Phil Rush wasn't right, was it? <laughs> Basil Rush as well. Don't forget. <laughs> so is, um, it, is it over yet, or is there more? we're very near the end okay good alright good yeah Luke the um, uh, the uh, the groom from the episode one uh, is talking to the sergeant he had it off with Um, she says uh, if he has any future he has to with his wife he has to tell her the truth but I think those two don't go hand in hand at all right (laughs) Well, relationship advice from Cornelius as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Good morning to Cornelius' girlfriend, if you're listening. <laughs> uh, new copper gives Kerry... Is this pants um, copper now? Boxer shorts yeah, copper. Yeah, pants copper turns up at the station and gives Kerry, uh, the bride, a bottle of champagne despite her being pregnant. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, hang on. He gives her a bottle of champagne in public at the police station to say thank you for breaking the laws and not arresting me. I, I guess so. Yeah. Um, uh, she kisses him on the cheek. Ooh, mm, I see what's happening here. Nick, now this, I don't know what was happening here, <laughs> but Nick Hancock is starts withdrawing cash from an ATM, but one tenner at a time. Okay. <laughs> Kerry tells Luke she's pregnant. He reacts with a face of abject horror. She doesn't seem to notice and hugs him. Credits. Oh, right, okay. Right. So there, there, that <sighs> marriage is going down the shitter, isn't it? Yeah, like a month in. Yeah. And why isn't Nick Hancock getting money out? We don't know yet. No, and it was just, they, but it was like a real intense scene of him just keep putting his car back in and getting a tenner out and then just holding cash as if he'd basically never discovered a cash machine before. That's so bizarre. It is weird, isn't it? Do you remember cash So machines? lots going on in Sun Hill this week. L- a huge amount. Can I just on. say, I'm slightly gutted because I haven't got a house. I had burgled and I had Nick, but neither of those... I had arrest, respond and disturbance. I was really hoping mm. for someone to get a disturbance reported and them to immediately respond and arrest someone. I was just I was tying it all into one story. And also none. Still no none. Do we think, Cornelius, be honest with me, that the none is not going to come back now? <laughs> it's too hard to say I don't know <laughs> it's impossible to I, predict it, it was so ridiculous when the nun turned up in the first place no no the second time oh yeah the nun had a, a reason to be there the first time right mm. but then she just turned up again because not only was she a nun she was running a heroin centre in the community centre <laughs> yeah. I mean we could just Great next episode could easily be that's like the nun's backstory couldn't it like a completely different thing <laughs> yeah it's, it's hard to predict what the bill scriptwriters have done um big bill news though con uh, there is going to be or there was a bill zoom reunion this week all right tony stamp was on june Acton was on jim carve was on all the lads yeah they're the big ones aren't they yeah mm. uh, everyone's getting quite excited about the bill strangely um do you reckon yeah. we started that I ca- totally I not imagine how else it's happened can you yeah, it has to no, be. I can't. We need to take a lot of the credit. It's it's massive. It's it's you know, there's a real zeitgeist moment. They're gonna the original cast from nineteen eighty three are gonna reunite, which is already huge. Although the episodes you're watching are much later on, aren't they? Yeah. Do you reckon we could get the original cast from two thousand and three to reunite? Oh, Luke, Kelly, Pants Copper, <laughs> the Nun, the, nun. <laughs> the Seven Rush Brothers, yeah. <laughs> several people called Phil. Uh, it's for me. It's Frank. Frank Burnside is the one I'd like to get. Chris. Chris Ellison. His name is Burnside. Burnside. That's, um, that's the that's the defining Bill character for me. He's the man. Jared has tweeted us uh, with a small Bill-based story. Around seven years ago, my parents were in Norfolk Broads on a tour boat trip type thing out of Wroxham, lovely detail, uh, dealing with ropes and then serving the drinks 
was PC Tony Stump, Graham Cole. <laughs> That's great. I love hey, where, where are they now type vibe? Yeah. Obviously, well, we found out last boat. week. I told you all that Graham Cole was heavily involved at a top level in the Greater London Southeast District of Scouting. Yeah, well, probably presumably learning how to tie knots in ropes. For yeah, that he could be Sea Scouts. Boat work. Yeah, could be In Roxham, Norfolk. Although that's quite out of range. Mm. Well, there's a, there's a lot there's a lot there. There's a lot going on, isn't there? Anyway, thanks, Con. Thanks, Con. Um, how would Hannah Gadsby sing the theme tune to the bill? It's the bill. <laughs> that is the single most bizarre bit of broadcasting I think I've ever been involved in in my life, and that is saying something. Also, singing in impressions is really difficult. Really I, can't, I can't do it. Turns out you no, can. No, you definitely can. It was great. Wonderful scenes. Thank you very much to Cornelius there celebrating with us Bill Tuesday. He'll be back next week and for the next 6,000 Tuesdays because that's how many episodes of The Bill there are. Yes. Um, See you tomorrow, Tom Price, question mark? Um, uh, Yes, uh, comma, I think so. Full stop, new sentence, you, question mark? Approved. End. Cabin FE83709. Oh, 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 Cabin FE83709. Oh, 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 Cabin FE83709. Oh, 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 that's our Twitter name. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.